Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This is Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. Scored a touchdown earlier on a direct snap. Now it's Michelle's turn running all the way. Gets to the edge. Tony Michelle will send the Dogs home to the championship game. Fifty-three and a half yard drive near hash. Kick right. Snap. Hold. Kick is away. It's reaching. And it is good. 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 Hot pot does it. All right. Hot pot. Botts with an up and out. Wide open. Touchdown. Israel two. Welcome, everybody. Welcome. Welcome. It is the Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. What's up, man? It's it's uh it's another another great week, another action packed week. Apparently, uh, we're coming to you live on Brinks TV, also on the Believe Podcast Network. We are presented by Bet Online. Uh, I'm Corey Burton, and joining me is the birthday boy himself, Israel Troop. What's up, man? What's going on, man? Thank you for the uh, the birthday celebration shout out, man. I really appreciate it, man. Absolutely, man. Well, I'm I'm glad the uh, I'm glad you were able to make one more lap around the earth, and hopefully, you got many more to come. So, um, got a, got a lot to talk about. We are presented by BetOnline.ag. Uh, we're BetOnline is back and better than ever. It's a they have a new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet online remains your number one spot for all basketball and football action this, this season. So head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today. Receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code believe 50 to receive your bonus. For basketball, football, baseball postseason, which just ended. Uh, unfortunately, Courtney, I was just informed that she's an Astros fan. Uh, sorry. Um, but the Braves have been starving for 26 years. So uh, I was a very happy native Georgian uh, to see that. Unfortunately, Israel, you're a Yankees fan. So you didn't get to enjoy it that much. But then again, your franchise has enjoyed 27 of these. So it's probably like hey, not a I'm, big deal. I'm a Yankees fan. I am a Yankees fan. But at the end of the day, I always root for the home team if they're in it. And I'm, I'm very proud, you know, uh, to be from Georgia to see Atlanta finally, you know, break the curse, you know, of everything that's been going on with us. Um, and to see those guys battle back and come back in game six was amazing. The home run that Soler hit is still in orbit at the moment. Yes. Um, you know, and just to see, you know, those guys come together and do the things they did after, you know, being counted out of the all-star break was awesome. Absolutely. And it was, uh, it was nothing short of amazing. Uh, just the onslaught of home runs in, in game six was, was ridiculous and uh again uh the Braves sent out a release apologizing to nasa for knocking a few satellites out of orbit um so there you go um did you know on bet online you can also bet on nhl boxing and ufc uh right to your favorite vegas casino game so you can play blackjack caribbean stud poker uh and roulette and and many many more games 
Uh, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all of your favorite sports. Bet online, it's where the game starts. So, um, yeah, this this week was, uh, you know, Monday was, was great to to see all the Gator fans and make sure that they realize that Georgia won again. Yeah, uh, and then and they dominated. So we'll talk about that here in a minute. Um, but uh, did you, in a little bit of a, some funny news, did you see this whole thing with uh, the Texas special teams coach and pole assassin and her, her monkey uh, attacking a trick or treater? Did you see all of that? You know, first of all, you know, if you're girl, I don't, I don't get into the whole business. You know, you have to answer somebody way more important than us. But the fact that your girlfriend's name Pole Assassin is is mighty impressive. But at the same time, they did have a sign on the haunted house that said it is a distressed animal. You know, she is she's a service animal, or he is a service animal. So, I mean, most of those you don't touch anyway. So, I mean, I'm not really upset about that. I think it's I think it's bad that they're making it so much public news. You know, as the fact that now you're digging into the man's personal life, you know, because it's really not a big deal. You know, a monkey bit a kid, he's fine. Like, he didn't lose a finger or anything, you know, but you're, you're bringing out, trying to bring out, make it seem like he's a bad guy, which he's not, you know. So, no, you know, he's not. I hope everything works out for him. You know, he's a great, he's an awesome coach. Obviously, mm-hmm. he's a great coach, you know, to, to go to be where he's been and going and done the things he's done, you know. Um, if we were all judged by things we've done in our personal lives and none of us be where we are right now. Yep, exactly. I'm glad there was no social media when I was in college. So, um, that, that, that's probably, uh, for the better, but, uh, yeah, just, I, I just filed that one under the most ridiculous headlines of all time. Like you, like very rarely do you wake up in the morning and you, and you read on the front page that your girlfriend who also has an infamous nickname and a, uh, and a monkey that is a, basically her, uh, basically helps her in her performance uh, attacks a yes. kid and she has her infamous nickname is pole assassin which is that's a story in of itself but i just thought that was funny and, and before we really get to the meat of our show um since george is playing missouri i don't think there's much to preview there but um did you hear about this school in los angeles um their principal is uh, facing criticism and he had to, he had to apologize. They won 106 to nothing. Their quarterback who's a, a UCLA transfer threw for 13 touchdowns. They were up 83 to nothing at half. They were up one Oh four to nothing. And they went for two and they, they cited because they didn't have a kicker. So uh, your high school season just ended Israel, but it could be worse. You could have been on the wrong end of that 106 to nothing beat down. Well, it's not my, as an office coordinator, you know, as well as I do, it's not my job to stop me. It's the defense's job to stop me. So, I mean, if, if you can't play defense and that's not my fault, you know, so I don't really feel, I don't really feel bad for them. I just want to know where the running clock was in order for this to be a hundred. Yeah. Like how, points. how do you score 106 points when, you know, I, I didn't think they, I didn't think you had time in a high school game to score 106 points. That's, that's the impressive word. Yeah. In Georgia, I, we get a running clock at 30 at 30 points. You get a running clock. Yeah. In Tennessee, we get it at 35. Um, and it doesn't start till the second half. So like we, we've yeah. been on, we've been on the wrong end of some, of some butt weapons, uh, this, this past season, but never like, 
I don't I think we got into the sixties once. Um where we got yeah. where we got sixty pieces. Even in the sixties, they, they they scored a lot in the first half. Think about it. the second half, they didn't really score. The second half lasted less than an hour in a rain clock. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful thing. But um, so yeah, I, so I just <laughs> it's it's insane, man. Um, but I, I find it really hard to, you know, it's it's a competitive sport and I get it. Like you never want to be you know, you never want to be on the wrong end of that. But then again, it is a highly competitive sport. So, um, you know, the other you, team has to tackle. Yeah. The other team has to like actually play the sport. And, you know, if you sign up to play, I mean, you just got it. It is what it is, you know, and, you know, you, you hope that they can learn from it, obviously. But I mean, for the principal to have to like apologize for this, I, I you know, I'm sure this coach did everything he could. Um, after his kid threw for, uh, you know, 13 touchdowns, um, I'm sure he did everything he could to, you know, not to score, not to run it up. I mean, dude, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to say I'm sorry for that. Uh, if I'm the principal, no. I'm going to say, I'm sorry that it got out of hand. We're not yeah. going to apologize for scoring hundred seven points. I mean, mm-hmm. what do you want me to do? Just take a knee every time you get football. Yeah. I mean, you can't tell your kids who've been working busting their ass all all off season sweating uh, in the in the in the heat of southern california and you know going through what the, you know what you go through in training camp to say okay second half take a knee yeah you, tell your team to tackle yeah tell them tackle yeah no i'm not Do i'm it. not doing that no i'll apologize for getting as far as 100 points i'm not apologizing for beating you the way i beat you there exactly so uh, i'm i'm not uh I wouldn't be that worried about it either, but I, I that kind of like that story kind of stuck out to me. I was like, good Lord, man, just like crazy. Um, yeah. That I don't, DC got fired on Monday. You think <laughs> another DC, they got fired 1927 Haven high school defeated Sylvia high school in Kansas by a score of 256 to nothing. That sounds like a score. Yeah, they didn't have a running clock back then. No, they didn't. They probably didn't have a clock at all back then. They kind of just played. Um, but I I would figure after it got to like 90-something, they probably would have just quit. But, geez, Louise. That, you know, 256 to nothing sounds like a Saturday Night Live skit when they're talking about the Bears. You know? Yes. That's, that's what that's, that sounds, that sounds like. real familiar. Yeah. <laughs> the Bears, 256. Packers, zero. The Bears. That's what that sounds like. So it's cold blooded, cold blooded, man. impressive and cold blooded at the same time. Exactly. So, um, speaking of cold blooded, speaking of impressive, I don't really know how these adjectives fit into this, but, uh, the quarterback situation at Georgia, um, raising, mm-hmm. raising some eyebrows probably shouldn't. And we've talked about this before. JT is QB one. And there it goes. Happy birthday. Mm-hmm. If you want to follow us, if you want to get on social media and tell Israel yourself, happy <laughs> birthday, just look down below Troopstar 28. You can give them uh, all your birthday gifts and all that stuff. Uh, send them some funny stuff. That would be, that'd be awesome. Um, the winner, I don't know what prize you get. Maybe a pat on the back, I guess. I don't know, but uh, you know, give it a shot. Right. So it's all scrolling. Oh, yeah. Follow us. Uh, all that good stuff. Um and uh, so, yeah, the quarterback situation, who should start? I mean, to me, if JT's healthy, JT's the guy. I mean, he's got to start, right? Because he 
you know, we know what we got in Stetson. I love Stetson to death, right? He, he is great in the intermediate pass game, great at play action. He's, he's mobile. He can get himself out of situations, but he's shown his limitations are pushing the ball vertically down the field. And that is the final step. Like if you want to go from being a good sec team to being the number one team in the country, you have to have vertical presence. And we don't have that with, with, with Stetson. That's just one of his limitations. And JT brings that aspect of it. JT is very, very good. Maybe even elite pre-snap and he can get the ball out quick and, and fit the ball in some tight windows. That's where JT kind of sets himself apart. I agree with that, but this is, this is my take on it. If, if, if we're winning and JT's not quite ready yet, I will hold JT right now. Yeah. Think about it. Here's one thing that people don't think about. He is going against the number one defense in the nation every day at practice. So it's not like he's just, not getting reps or anything like that. He's getting quality reps against a quality defense. Let's not forget that part. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing that for me, Stetson is a one read guy. Think about all the, all the passes he's made. It's been one read bootleg. Mm -hmm. He's got one guy to read play action. One guy to read drop Mm -hmm. back RPO. One guy to read. Mm -hmm. Now he, in the Florida game, I think they, I think they put a little bit too much on him to make him say, all right, we're going to run this and then let's figure it out. That it, The throws yeah. that he made, it was more so drop back, let's figure it out. Let's see if you can do it. He and can't he can't. Do that. No, he can't. So, and you watch in the second half, Tom Monkey said, don't worry about it. I'm going to take that away from you and I'm going to make you throw one read route. And that's exactly what he did. The mm-hmm. touchdown to Kears Jackson was a one read route. Yep. It read was play quarter, action. If you, yeah. If, we if get one on one and we're gonna throw it over the top. If we get one on one on the slot fade, if if he gets north of that safety, just put it on the back pile and let him go get it. Exactly. And he did. And that's what he did. And he did that beautifully. And and so and this also tells you, um, as you listen to my island themed ringtone, um, this also <laughs> tells you that, you know, JT maybe not as healthy as we think he is. Yeah, that and that's what it showed me, because at that point when he getting it, the first one, they he, all right, got you. You know, the, the first one, you know, you thought you saw one that safety came off and made a pick. You underthrew the ball, first of all. If you throw it over the top, it's a touchdown. Mm-hmm. But let's not forget that part. But yeah, fine. I can live with that one. The second interception, though, was absolutely terrible. I don't know where he was throwing that ball or who he thought he saw, but it was the wrong read and it was terrible. So I think he, I think Stetson gets to the point to where he's been doing it so good. He's been getting those one read like routes and concepts mm-hmm. and the fact that he thought that, Hey, I can try. I, I saw what I saw. I'm going to throw it. Well, you got three people down there on one person. Obviously your guy's not going to come down with the football. Yeah. Especially in that situation. You know, so I think he got, I think he got a little bit too greedy. Yes, he did. He got greedy when he could as, which was the problem last year, check the ball down to the back. He got greedy, but like I said, he's been doing a really good job of doing what throwing the deep ball, one read type situation. Mm-hmm. Grantham, no matter what anybody says, this game on Saturday was not on Grantham. This game was absolutely on Mullen. Grantham had a really good game plan defensively. Mm-hmm. They took away what we like to do. At the first half, they took away the run. He did a good job of disguising his own coverages, making it look like man, and play zone behind it with his safeties in his corners. Did a really good job of that. I don't mm-hmm. blame that on, on Grantham at all. No, I don't. But with Stetson, Stetson, you can't be greedy. 
Just don't be greedy. No, exactly. And you know, that game and you're exactly right. And I always look for an opportunity to blame Grantham in in that scenario, because that's, you know, just kind of what's convenient, but it's just not, it's just not true. I couldn't. Yeah. I thought he had a great game plan. I thought they brought great pressure. I thought he was mm-hmm. well organized uh, for the most part, you know, obviously he's going to take some chances and he does some things that are unsound, but um, you know, I, I thought his plan was, was, was overall solid, but you know, Mullen should recruit, should recruit better Mullen. I thought, uh, you know, I, I thought he did try to do some things with, with Anthony Richardson that, Anthony Richardson is not ready to do yet, you know. In Georgia, Florida, in the Georgia, Florida game, you mm-hmm. try to do things with him that, of course, you're like, oh, he's had experience. This that no, he has never played in Georgia, Florida game before. No, well, you he walk out there in the, in the stadium split fifty fifty. Yeah, that's that's a new environment for him, and and he's like, what what bothers me about this is. Dan Mullen thinks he's Kyle Trask and he's not like, you can't like, I, I don't know how many times I can say this. Maybe I need to say it in different languages, I guess <laughs> he's not Kyle Trask. You can't do yeah. last year's offense with Anthony Richardson. You just can't can it does Anthony Richardson and Emory Jones. Do they throw it? Well, yes. Are they accurate in some situations? Yes. Mm-hmm. Are they elite runners? Yes. Did they feature them in the run game? No. No. This was the first Mm. time in Georgia, Florida history from me watching the game, me playing in the game, and me being outside the game now as a former player that I saw that of the talent discrepancy between between Georgia and Florida. This is the first time that I looked across the field on TV and saw we're way better than them. Yeah. Talent-wise. And coaching wise, I mean, this is the first time I've ever seen this game where one side just grossly outcoached the other. Maybe yes, in like oh, maybe in oh nine. Yeah. Maybe in oh nine yeah. was another example of that where Urban grossly outcoached uh Coach Rick. That was not Coach Rick's best game, but um or twenty fifteen maybe too. I, I don't know. But there's a couple instances, but I mean it's it's a very small handful of instances where you, what, you just look over and go throw the bank at Dan Lanning to keep him. Yes. Yes, we are. Because yes, he's going to be on everybody's list to get. And if we don't do it, if we don't do anything to keep him, he's going to be gone. We're going to try and call a heck of a game on we're, Saturday. We're, we're going to try, but Dan Lanning's going to be the next head coach at the university of Texas, San Antonio, when Jeff trailer leaves for, for TCU. So, um, it's it's we're going to try everything we can, but I, I just don't know. I, I don't know if we can keep them, but we got, we got must champ. So I'm not overly worried about it, but um, yeah. So this Georgia Florida game, man, it was, it was so much fun. That, that flurry of points that we got right there before halftime was, was beautiful. It was yes, beautiful. And the, way, and the way that we got them is, is absolutely amazing too. First of all, the Florida DB that intercepted the ball, just take a knee. And it's mm-hmm. a touchback. You get the ball in 20, was it 25 or 20 now? 25? Yeah. Tw- tw- it's only 25 on kickoff. So Only 25. So you get the ball in 20. And now you got on the two. First place yeah. should have been a safety. Mm-hmm. Jordan Davis is a man. He moved the whole center out the way to make that tackle. Just like. And he should have been stopped in the end zone. 
And you know how you move your your uh, your one year old out of the way, like you, you just he's just like in your way and you just pick him up and set him to the side. That's what he did. That's he what that's what man out the way and said, "Excuse me." <laughs> like he was like he was a little child. Like him, hey, just get out of the way. Get Excuse me, way. I'm trying to make a tackle Excuse here. Me. You're in the way. You're impeding my progress. Yep. I, I don't even think he impeded it. <laughs> it's like he wasn't even there. <laughs> he tried to. He tried to get in the way. But I mean, you got that, and yeah, then, just like I would try to get in the way of a tank. Yeah, it's that that whole sequence. Now you're you're second down. First you're second down, and now you're mm-hmm. going. You shift to empty. Yeah, you got Nicobe Dean on a running back, which you're like, I got this matchup. But you throw a hitch, which they're sitting on. Which you throw shows a hitch you how much they late. Study film. You throw a hitch, and they study late. film. Yeah, study film. Nicobe Dean fix it, fix it, and then you come back. <laughs> And give up another seven points. Yeah, it's like, oh, geez. Brutal. Because because Trevon Walker makes a freaking diving, like look like a goalie in the World Cup, man. Makes it, tips it to Nolan Smith for, yeah, for the crazy. interception and Stetson throws a dime. But yeah, the, the first one was set up by Nolan Smith just ripping the ball out of uh, AR-15's hand, just taking it mm-hmm. from him like, like he's taking his lunch money, you know, just hey, give that to me. Beautiful play. Beautiful just tackle the ball, get them held up and just, you know, we're going to sacrifice a few extra yards, but we're going to try everything we can to get this ball out. And they did. Yeah. And, I was upset. Could, I was like, are y'all not going to talk to him? Oh crap. We got the ball. Never mind. I'm, I'm okay. Yeah. You saw, you saw like when I saw Nolan, like tugging at the ball, I was like, okay, just, okay. Get him down at some point, but just get this. Let's see if we can get this ball loose. Cause I mean, yeah, it would, I mean, honestly, it honestly, it wouldn't have mattered because they were just trying to kill the clock at that, in that scenario. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, they're not really, I mean, they're not really going to score because they got two and a half. They got two minutes and 20 seconds to go 99 yards. They're not going to do that against this defense. So why not try to rake the ball out and try to steal some points? And we did. And we stole some more points. Then we stole even more points. Then we stole. Then we ended up stealing 21 points in two, two minutes and 22 seconds in game clock. 21 points in less than two minutes. I'm like, good Lord. This defense is ridiculous. Um, and then Zamir, obviously being Zamir, guy's just a beast. James Cook had a, had a, had a nice game. Uh, I, I thought, you know, I thought our receivers played played fairly well. I mean, I just just the game plan, just overall what we wanted to do in that situation, what we were going to do in that game was just, I, I I thought it was outstanding. And and I know it sounds like we're being a bunch of like sunshine pumpers here, but I mean, it's hard not to be, you know. Yeah. Watching that I game. think it's a good job of, of Coach Munkin and that staff not getting away from the game plan. They do what they want to do. They're going to take their shots like they do every game. Mm-hmm. But we're they going stay to run patient. The we're going to pay action you. We're not going to get out of what we want. We know what we want to do. It's your job to stop it. And they and ran counter. They their groove. Here it is. <laughs> they ran counter first two plays. <laughs> Got two first downs. <laughs> Real quick. I saw that. I was like, oh, no. This is going to be ugly. But yeah, they, they, you know, they didn't, they didn't try to get too cute. They didn't panic, which a lot of teams do in that situation. That's where Florida mm-hmm. wins a lot of their games is they get teams to panic offensively and get themselves and get, the other team gets themselves in trouble. Georgia didn't do that. You know, obviously the, the, the interceptions were terrible, but um, you, know, you never like you never like that. But, and then the fumble, was it a fumble? Was it not a fumble? I don't know. It was close, but 
you got to hang on to the ball. You got to – it's ball security. Yeah. That was a fumble in my opinion. The ball was moving for you to ground. You just, like you say, you just got to hold on to the football. That's it. Yeah, you got just, one job. Just hold on to the football. Just, just secure the rock, man. You made a good run. What was it an eight-yard gain? Yeah. He's going to score this week to make up for that. Don't worry. He's going to score twice. Hell, everybody, you know, it's Israel, in the back of his mind right now. Israel, you might score this weekend. I just might. All the way from – actually, we play on Saturday. We have our, our last oh, games yeah. on Saturday. Who do y'all so, play? We play Bainbridge, who is the number one team in the region right now, and oh. Kirby Smart's hometown. Uh, so we got them on Saturday. Nice. That'll be uh, that'll be interesting. Um, why on a Saturday? Why on a Saturday? Well, Cairo and Westover's playing right now. Uh, Jordan Thomas County Central are playing tomorrow, so we got Bainbridge on Saturday. I guess all in the same same stadium. Is that why? Yeah, we play in the same stadium because we got three schools in the area, in the county. Uh, so y'all have like a county stadium that y'all travel yeah, to uh-huh. and play at. So y'all do this every week, like y'all rotate Thursday, Friday, Saturday? Yeah, you know, a lot of times it's just this year, it just falls on all of us having to play home games at the same time on yeah. this very week of all weeks. So. Yeah. Well, you know, sometimes it happens, right? Um, mm-hmm. Did you see the playoff rankings? I did. I mean, obviously, George number time. one. I um, think it's time. It's time. It's, we we got to get more teams involved. Okay, because Louisville, no, Cincinnati should not be out of the top four, in my opinion. They shouldn't be, no. Um, and I'm kind of glad that they are, because I do think this is ammunition for an expanded playoff. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is something you can point to. Um, so for that reason, I'm glad, um, but it's early still, you know, Michigan state, uh, great story, but they're not going to stay number three. They're yeah, just, but here's the thing that they're playing they're really not. good football. They, they are beat some people that they're not. I, I, ho- I hope they do. Um, I no, hope they do the beat Ohio that, state. What if they beat, what if they lose one, but they beat Ohio state. And win the Big Ten, do you keep them out? No, they got to be in. You win the Big Ten, you got to be in. Exactly. If Alabama loses one more, they're automatically out. Yeah, they got to be out. What if they went out, beat us in the SEC championship game? Do you keep us out? No. Mm -hmm. (laughs) No. No, not if you're going four best teams. Oklahoma but, loses one, but wins the Big Twelve, and then Oregon loses one. Which one you take it? So losing one more. Yeah, they they're two, but they win the Pac twelve. <sighs> two losses though. See, this is why we need a twelve team playoff. Has, who has the better? Who has the better looking record there? Georgia or, or Oregon? Of, or, of Oregon and Oklahoma. Oh, of Oregon and Oklahoma? Oh, Oregon mm-hmm. by a mile. Because they beat exactly, Ohio State. But but do you keep a one loss Oklahoma team out? Yes. More impressive See, wins. More impressive yes, wins. To, yeah. To us, but to everybody else, no, because they only have one loss and Oregon would have two. Uh, yeah, I mean you got a point. 
Yeah, that's it's tricky. Or you keep an un, undefeated Cincinnati team out. I, I don't think <laughs> you can. I don't think you can, but they will. Which is this, this is my language BS. Yeah, they, BS they, they 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 will keep them out. I I I have a hard time believing Oklahoma is going to beat Oklahoma State. First of all, um, I don't think they beat Baylor. Honestly, no, they they probably don't beat Baylor either. I mean, does a one loss Baylor get in? Yes, if they win the if they win the Big Twelve, yes, I think they did. So they jump Cincinnati and Ohio State. They would, I think they will. In the fact of if if Ohio State loses one more, Cincinnati loses one. Which for Michigan State to win the Big Ten, they will have Ohio State will have to lose one more. Yes, I think I think you do. I think Cincinnati has to lose one. And Baylor have to go undefeated for the rest of the season to be put in the make playoff, which is highly possible. I mean, you never know with that conference. I I just have a hard time believing that Oklahoma's gonna. They they've been they've been freaking limping along. This they almost lost to Kansas. Kansas should have beat them. Kansas should have beat them. No, actually, hell, they should have beat them. Hell, Tulane should have beat them. Tulane had them on the ropes. This is when they still had and Rattler. Texas, Texas should have definitely beat them. Texas should have killed them. So they've been they've been kind of limping in a little bit, which they're they're just ripe for a loss. Um, you have to expand the playoff, in my opinion. You expand the playoff now, you eliminate everybody's excuse and everybody crying. Mm-hmm. Get get twelve teams. You got everybody mm-hmm. that deserves it. If if you're if you're arguing over who's thirteen, I would I'd much rather that be an argument because it's not really. You're just like all right, cool. You're thirteen. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah, whatever you're, you're number thirteen. One whatever. Cool. Yep. Instead of hey, you're number five. You're a conference champion, and you're being left out. Yeah, that's that's not right. Yeah, that's not right. With a two loss team in the playoff. Which is, yeah, which could happen. See, that's the, Either, yeah. That's, how does Oklahoma jump all those people? I mean, not Oklahoma, Alabama. Well, you put them at two because they're Alabama. Man. That they lost to a no-name Texas A&M team. That's so disrespectful, in my in my opinion. Now, yeah. are they deserving of it? Dude, should will they eventually probably be number two? More than likely, yeah. But right now, no. Now, you got a six-nine team. They lose to us. Beat the hell out of everybody. Yeah. Now, when they lose to us, they won't be. Cincinnati should be in the top four. Point blank period. Mm-hmm. They should be. Uh, I, I thought they got it right the rest of the way. I thought yeah, they nailed Michigan it the rest State. of the way. Michigan State, absolutely. Michigan State's looking really good. Oregon's looking really good. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma, they've they've had they're number five in my opinion. So for me, it's number one, Georgia, number two, Cincinnati, number three, Oregon, number four, Michigan State, and number five, Oklahoma. That's my that's my and number six, Alabama. Yeah. See, I think Alabama's that, six. That's me. Or Alabama, yeah, Alabama six. I think. I mean, honestly, I don't know. I don't. I don't like Michigan at seven. I don't like that either. Especially after the whooping you just took from Michigan, so you let them come back and beat you. Yeah, like you, you choked that one away. I don't really like Oklahoma over Ohio State, and either. I think there's a lot of people who are, are wishing for things that happen just for ratings. But you gotta think, people aren't going. To, people want to watch good football. Yes, yeah. they do. But yeah. people also want to watch deserving football. Yep, I think you're right. Um, so 
deserving. Yeah, I think Michigan State is deserving right now. I hope I hope they continue and, and they win the conference. I, I really do. I think that would be some good shakeup in the Big Ten. The Big Ten needs that. The Big Ten needs somebody besides Ohio State. Yes. And Michigan State actually plays defense. So that game, whenever they play it, is going to be a really good one. And, and, and they're not a team that's going to luck into it either. I mean, they got a great gr- – I mean, I don't want to say great because that's not even strong enough. They got an elite running back uh, with, uh, with, uh, with Walker there, but, uh, and then they've got for him as the front runner for the Hasman. Yeah. Kenneth Walker, man, just watching him is, that's a treat, man. Uh, and yes. then, and then Patrick Thorne as their quarterback, he deals, man. He sits back there mm-hmm. deals. He's a tough and he's tough. Like watching this Michigan state team. Like, I didn't think I would get into that Michigan, Michigan state game as much as I did. Cause I was like, you're right. Me, me neither. I, I voted Sparty. I voted Sparty to win, but I was like, when they went down, I was like, Oh, wait a minute. And then I kept just watching the game. I was like, they're going, they're going to come back. Yeah. You could just see it happening. Yeah. They, yeah. I, I was rooting for him. I was like, yeah, I know I picked Michigan, but I just thought Michigan was going to win. But I was like, damn. Um, cause I, cause I really wanted to watch Baylor, Texas. Like going into that time slot, I was like, Baylor, Texas is going to be the best game of the time slot. I know they're hyping up Michigan, Michigan State, but honestly, I just, I was like, I just don't think that game's going to be very exciting. And it was. And then it was. <laughs> then I couldn't, I couldn't take my eyes off of it. I, I was like, I got into a situation where I'm like, okay, Georgia, Florida's starting. Should I flip over yet? I, I did, but, um, so yeah, I, I, I think, you know, the rankings, you know, for the most part, I think they got them right. But then again, it's going to be so fluid anyway. So we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll continue to break it down. But the first one, I, I thought they, you know, I, I think it's perfect ammunition for, for there to be a 12 team playoff. And I think we're, we're heading in that direction. I think if Cincinnati wins out, like they're supposed to. If they went out really and get good. left out, it's going to be really good for everybody. Yeah. It just, it, it's, it's time. There's some things yeah. that just it's just time. I think you'll get a better product if you if you expand. You, you Coastal just, you should just have will. been in the playoff last year. Let's not mm-hmm. forget that. Coastal should have been in last year. Yeah, Coastal should and have been. There's a lot of teams that should have been in last year. I, I, I think Alabama you, shouldn't have been in it the year that we should have won it. Alabama shouldn't have been in it that year. No, they shouldn't have. But you know, they it is in. what it is. So Come yes. on, Cincinnati. Y'all went on out so we can make this really an argument. Yep. Do it. Do it. Do it. All right. Well, uh, there is a game this weekend in Athens, believe it or not, uh, mm-hmm. playing against Missouri. Um, unfortunately, I don't know if you saw the news, but we're going to we're gonna have to do this one without Adam Anderson as he's going through some a legal matter, which I don't want to talk too much about or really about it all because still waiting on a lot of information. But as of right now, he is, he's not, he's not dismissed from the team. Um, he's just not participating right now. They're just kind of precautionary and make sure things, things settle. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and I think Kirby has done a good job of making a swift decision on this and saying, and not flying off the handle about it either. You know, not, not yes, immediately you, you dismissing always- him. Yeah, you want to always get the facts first, you know, yeah. and it always starts with keeping him away from all football-related activities simply because if he continues to practice with 
this situation going on, then what's it showing you what's more important, football or the situation that's going on? You know what I mean? So you never want to give that that look, you know, from a football perspective and from a program perspective of that. Let's look at Baylor um, from years ago. So, um, you know, these situations can go left or they can go right. So, you know, as long as they handle it the right way and all the facts come out, you know, let, let, let's look at it that way. But at the end of the day, you know, you just got to be careful. You know, I tell, I talk to my football players all the time. And I'm sure you talk to your guys all the time too. Mm-hmm. Don't ever make a decision today that can cost you a lifetime tomorrow. You exactly. know, so um, we really hope that everything works out. You know, all the facts come out and everything's fine. Um, not only for him, but for anybody else that's involved in the situation. Yeah, exactly. And, and hopefully, hopefully it all plays out the way it's supposed to. Um, you know, these things never appear good, but you never know. So, um, but the good news is this Georgia defense, um, you know, next man up deal. And this is a unit that's allowed 6.6 points per game, six touchdowns, 75.6 rushing yards per game, 151 passing yards per game, uh, collecting three interceptions and three fumbles recovered, um, elite, right. Um, you compare that to the 2001 the same sense. Exactly. <laughs> Clemson. There's a lot of people, um, you know, I, I think we, we ignited bone Bo Nix, but um, luckily we made his day miserable, but you compare this to the 2001 Miami hurricanes, which in the modern era, I would say probably the best defense ever in the modern era at this point. Uh, we'll have to wait for the season to play out to really do a fair comparison. Uh, but Miami was 8.1 points per game, nine touchdowns, uh, 136 rushing per game, 145 passing per game. They collected 16 interceptions and they, they also recovered 15 fumbles. So statistically better than they are. Uh, but they won the national championship that year too. So for Georgia to be considered that. Is that with Vilma and Ed Reed? Reed, Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Boy, I, I think I think that team had seventeen first rounders. Um, when it was all said and done, and seventeen, boy, yeah, seventeen future first rounders. You know, throughout their classes, five. Like, I think like six in one year, six or seven in one year, um, which is insane. Uh, Kirby Smart can't develop football players. No, he can't. Like. Like, why does he recruit better, right? I mean, you know, it's terrible. Let me get my little violin here. He's, he's got to recruit better. <laughs> like these DBs, they can't do anything. I mean, they're they're only first rounders. Uh, Eric Stokes, who came in as a what three star? Like, well, they're only knocking the hell out of people. Keelan Ringo is a really really good corner. Elite man, like. Aaron Kendrick, he comes in. I mean, he, he had a he had a nice career at Clemson, but he's putting up elite numbers, man. He's he's yes. he's only given up, I think, out of his 233 coverage snaps, I think he's only yielded like 23 catches. Yeah, they did. I saw a breakdown the other day. Keely Ringo has like their his receivers only caught like 110 yards, maybe. Kendrick's is like 100, and then the yeah. slot receivers are not catching anything at all. Yeah, like Lewis, so, like the like. Here's the thing: like, if you really want to look at the development, 
Keely Ringo is a special, special kid, right? He's big, tall, and fast, right? And physical. So you you can say, you could probably argue that there's a lot of natural talent there, but but if you really look at it, technique, you could see his development technique-wise. The biggest, the biggest centerpiece for Kirby Smart, I think, is going to be Lewis Seen. When you look at what he was last year, which he was, he was basically just an out of control missile, kind of a liability in coverage almost, um, was a walking targeting penalty, right? He's been outstanding in pass coverage this, this past season. Yes. His tackling has been 2021 version of Greg blue that can cover. Yes. He, his tackling has been like, he's actually tackling now. He's not just trying to hit people. He's actually tackling yes. like the and tackling you have linebackers that can cover slack guys. It's Let's think about that for a second. It, it, linebackers are covering it, slack guys. So you don't have to bring in a special package. No, you don't like, you can just, you know, you just drop a guy out there. Um, you know, unfortunately we're probably going to have to bring a couple special packages now, but um, you know, I, I think your liability guy right now, and this is, and he's not even that bad. Um, but he, I just wish he, played harder, more consistently, which is Latavius Brini. Oh, man, you text about this. Kid he frustrates it, the it hell me out of me. So bad watching him because it, he cares. Don't get me wrong. He cares. But when I watch him play on a couple of plays and I text you, I said, he just don't play hard for me. Like he just looks like he's not playing hard. No, because there's some lackadaisical mistakes. There's some balls that are being caught in front of him. There's some tackles that he, that he misses that like you, you got to make those, you got to make those plays. Are, and I, I remember, I can remember about ODC saying, you know, you give up the dollar wrap, but don't give up the hundred dollar wrap, which means you can give up a short pass. Just make a tackle. Hmm? That's it. Which, which, but, which nine times out of 10, we do. We give up the dollar out. We come down, rally down, and guys down. Like very little yak. Yes, very little yak. And but he's not. He does. He does. He's not playing at the level that everybody else is playing. And he needs to be replaced. He's not doing his nine percent. No, he's not. In my opinion, he's not. He's not. Is he's, he? He's doing. He's doing eight point five. Yep. He's got, he's got, he's got to bring, he's got to bring it, man. And that's, that's, that's going to be, I mean, guys like that are going to be the key to this defense, because if you can get your weaker guys like that to play at a high level, you're going to be, you're going to be ridiculous. Like on the defensive line, like when you take Jordan Davis out, do you notice there's no drop off? You don't skip a beat. And then you put all three of them in the same time, which we did against Florida. Yeah. You don't, (laughs) You don't skip that. It's ridiculous. You put in Zion Logue and you don't skip a beat. Like you were talking about development, like Zion Logue. I knew him when he was a sophomore in high school. I didn't think for in a million years, he'd be a power. He would even be a division one kid for football. Like he was soft. Mm -hmm. I love him to death. He's one of my favorite. He's a great kid. One of my favorite kids I've ever coached, but he he was soft. Like I got I gotta be honest, he was soft. But he, this he goes to a shout out to all of our coaches too, just mm-hmm. to goes to show how important coaching, mm-hmm. first of all, how important recruiting is, also how important having the coaches to come in and coach these recruits is as well. 
Yeah. And, and he, he really kind of bought it. And I mean, you, you could see it starting to happen in high school, but you know, he's, you know, he's always been by far the biggest kid in his grade. Like he's always mm-hmm. been that way with his peers. And so I, I just don't think he really knew how not to be soft because he's probably yeah. always been told, be careful. Don't hit him. You know, mm-hmm. don't hit his heart. You know, they, they probably, a lot of people in his life probably discouraged that he gets into a senior year and, uh, you know, really just kind of blows up. And, you know, a lot of it's, you know, a lot of it is his body <laughs> being six, six, you know, two eighty, and can move basketball kid can move. Um, coaches saw that and they developed it. Mm-hmm. And Sinclair got him in the in the weight when a weight program got him some confidence and he's thriving, man. Like he's doing a hell of a job. I'm proud of him. It's all so, about doing your nine percent, your nine point one percent. Nine point that's what we want. We want nine point one. Do your job. When you're in, do your job. When you're not in, do your job. What, what whatever the case may be, you got to prepare. So uh this week, you know, for for Georgia's for Georgia's defense, it's really just Connor Baslick and really not much else. Uh, this offense just does not scare me whatsoever. Um, I, I thought preseason they had some weapons, and I thought Baslick was going to be able to kind of get that stuff going. He just hasn't. Their yeah, defense I is atrocious. Be a lot better. I did too. I they were going to be a lot better on both sides of the ball than they were last year. They haven't made a lot of promise last year. Their defense, they're struggling, but they're they're still pretty good on offense, though. They can move it, yeah. I mean, their 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 style of play, their pace of play, they they play with that up tempo stuff. They're going to score. They're still scoring points and things like that. But defensively, they give up they give up two two hundred sixty five rushing yards to Vandy. Yeah, Vandy should have beat them. Vandy really should have beat them. Um, that's not good because we know what Vandy is. That's just not good. So, you know, not much to talk about. Huh? I did pick Mandy to cover. You did. That's very good. Very good of you. Very smart of you. Um, (laughs) Very, very smart of you. I I should really like, I should really listen to you more when it comes to picks. Um, I'm going to, I'm just going to let you sign into my bet online account and just make my picks for me. How does (laughs) does that sound? You win me a lot of money. I, I get lucky from time to time. It's not all the time. Just, Every once in a while. Yeah, only like four weeks in a row. That's not luck anymore, bro. That's <laughs> just not luck anymore. I got to start playing the lottery. You do. Picks, man. You want to get into them? What we got? Got a got a nice little slate. So we gave you the very, very brief preview of, of Missouri because honestly. It's we all just, know what's going to happen. We know what's going to happen, right? It's a 38 and a half point spread. I just have a hard. I just have a hard time believing we're not going to cover that. Like you're going to have covered a hard... everyone except for Kentucky, which he did call timeout. Kudos to him. Yeah, I think Coach Stoops had money on that game too. He did. Which, I mean, I would have called timeout too. I don't blame him. <laughs> so, so really, really, let's start Ole Miss Liberty. Ole Miss. Mm. Talk about uh, Red Cross Unit, man. They are beat up. Ton injuries across the board. Uh, their depth is being tested. It's failing right now. Um, 
you know, they're, they've, they've gone on kind of a skid a little bit, but they welcome Liberty into town. They're nine and a half point favorites. Israel. Uh, can they cover that? I think they can, but they have stopped. They have to stop Malik Willis. They do. Um, Malik Willis is, is a very good quarterback. Um, Hugh Freeze is coming back in the town. Um, so. Do you think he's got pole assassin on speed dial? No, I'm I'm going to take liberty. I think I think I'm going to take liberty to cover. It's right. corral playing. I I think he's going to limp out there. Yes, I don't think yeah, they're going to play him for too long. All I'm right. taking liberty. All right, you're going with a uh, Limu Emu. Okay, uh, I, I got Ole Miss. I'm taking Ole Miss. I just think, you know, I just think the depth of an SEC team they they should cover that spread pretty easily. It's a little. They spread. can't stop it's, Malik Willis. If it's, Malik it's, Willis is on, they can't stop him. Okay. I know I said I should listen to you. I just can't though. I just can't on that one. I just can't. Maybe Arkansas maybe. Ole Miss. Don't forget Arkansas Ole Miss. That is true. That is true. They can't stop much. Um, Auburn at A and M. A and M is mm. four and a half point favorites at Kyle Field. This one's a tough one. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about that? I think Bo Nix grabs the bed in this one. I'm going to Texas A&M. Ooh. See, on SEC After Dark, I picked Auburn because I, I think he's been on a bit of a heater. And mm-hmm. I, I, I think they've been – so I, I might have to I might have to pivot here. He's played two defenses that aren't very good defenses. Think about all the defenses he's played that are really good. Texas A&M has a really good defense. That is true. That is true. They make, they're going to make him think about it. They they are. Damn, you talked me into it. Um, all right, I'm going Aggies too. I'm 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 calling an audible. I picked Auburn I yesterday. Think, I, think I picked it's Auburn be yesterday. A defensive ball game because Auburn's defense is playing really good football right now. They really are. And that's that's um, where I, I, I kind of lean on the defense and running game. But I think with the fact that Texas A and M's quarterback beat Alabama and yeah. Bo Nix is Bo Nix, and he tends to not do very good against good defenses. I think I'm going to have to go with Texas A&M in this one. Okay. Well, that's to see after dark, I'm going to have to atone for this loss, but I just I think I'm wrong now. I think I'm wrong now. I th- you talked me into it. You did. Good job. Uh, hey, Arkansas. I'm just saying. Yeah, I, I feel you. Are you buying into Mississippi State because they travel to Arkansas? They're five point dogs. Are you are you are you a believer in in the in the pirate now, or you think Arkansas has got them? I don't think they can play defense against a really good offense, an offense that knows what to do. So I'm taking Arkansas. Okay. I, I took uh, I took Mississippi State just for you know. I said, you know what? They're 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 on fire. They're rolling. Um, they are. They really are. Though. I can't take that away from them. They have, they have a lot of confidence. You can't can't go uh, can't go too far with that. Um, this is basically a pick 'em game. So if you're if you're going to bet this game, you just might as well take the money line here. Uh, Kentucky at the grocery bag host the Vols. Are you Ooh. are you buying Rocky Top at this point? Are, is Kentucky is this slide that they're on? Is it concerning? Is Georgia broken them too? I'm buying Rocky Top because homeboy's gonna figure out to throw at least two picks in this game. Yeah, I'm I'm with you there. I I'm I'm I am and I'm gonna lose my dog card. I can't I can't fully admit it, 
but like, I really like what Tennessee's doing. I really wish Josh Heupel was somewhere else so I could actually root for him. We can root for him too, as long as they're not playing us. That's true. Well, I don't know. There's so many Tennessee people up here. I just have a hard time with that. <clears throat> oh yeah, for you, yeah, that's true. That's I have a hard true. time with that. So you can do that down there. You can. I'll I'll root for him vicariously through you. How about that? I can handle that. Cool. No pressure. Um, all right, Bama, twenty-eight and a half point favorites over the Tigers. Now, given what given what Coach O has said about Bama. I have a hard time believing Bama's not going to cover the spread just as a big middle finger. Is this game in Tuscaloosa? It is. Oh, they're going to beat the hell out of LSU. It is in Tuscaloosa. Mm. Yeah. It's hard to play for a coach that you know is leaving. Like, he he knows he's leaving. It's hard to play for a coach when you've already quit on him. Yeah, I mean, did you hear about all that? Where, where, did you hear about all that where they couldn't practice because they didn't have enough players to practice? I, heard, I saw that. Like it's it's going from bad to worse over there, and they beat Florida yeah, somehow. Yeah. I don't know how. I still, I still. Oh, I know how they beat Florida. They just ran counter. You can do that with mm-hmm. anybody. Um, speaking of Florida, they're eighteen and a half point favorites on the road at South Carolina. Uh, I'm taking. That one. taking Taking take Carolina? Are you taking Florida? Yeah, so am I. Take South Carolina's bad. They're real bad. That's another team that should have lost I'm to only, And I'm only taking it, I think, defensively. Like they could hold them, but they yeah. won't be able to score offensively. So apparently, eventually it'll be like 21 to 0. Yeah, I just don't think South Carolina can, can score enough to like even cover an 18 point yeah. spread. <laughs> it's going to be hard for them to cover when they, if they can't score. And I think Florida's capable Ooh. of scoring 20 at least. So um, I think it'll be like 28 to three type type game. Uh, yeah. Okay. We go, uh, we stay in conference sort of uh, Texas at Iowa state, Iowa state, six and a half point favorites here. Um, Texas, Israel, it's a weird team. Like if you just keep the, if you just keep the scoreboard locked on second quarter, they're great. They're not a second half team. I'm taking Iowa state from a physicality standpoint in the second half. Great pick. See now, now physical them in the second half. Yes, they will. Absolutely. They will. Absolutely. I love B. John Robinson, but there's just no way Texas, Texas is just not ready yet. You can still tell that they just don't know how to finish. Mm-hmm. You like, you can tell you, you see as far as Sark has got Sark has got them starting like a blaze of freaking glory. Mm-hmm. And, then they, and then they crap out because they, they, they're not in good condition right now. And they just don't, they just don't know how to play with a lead. They're not used yeah, to that. I think if you, you give him a full offseason, like yeah. a legit offseason, I think when they come into the SEC, I think they'll be a lot more competitive than they are right now. They'll be able to finish yeah. a couple and, and, games. And you can see that now. So that's that's the good news on that. And you're mm-hmm. starting you're starting to see some early returns on Sark. It's not, you know, Texas fans obviously want to see it in the record and the scoreboard, but it's just Sometimes it's just not there yet. All right. Uh, how about them Cowboys? Uh, minus three and a half at West Virginia, Oklahoma State, favored in that game on the road. This one, this one's tricky. 
This one's very, what, very what's tricky. The, what's the spread? Three and a half. I'm taking West Virginia. Ooh. See, I took I took I took Oklahoma State because they are going to be razor sharp, focused, ready for bedlam. That might actually be a bad thing too, but um, that's I, why I'm taking West Virginia. Yeah, I, I think they're gonna I think they're gonna be locked in for for bedlam, and I think they're gonna be locked in for this one too, just so they don't screw it up for bedlam. I'm taking the Cowboys here, which you'll probably be saying I told you so again. Damn it. Um, uh, Michigan State, speaking of Sparty, they travel to West Lafayette. This is a freaking scary game. They're three-point favorites on the road at Purdue. This is, Luckily for them, they're not ranked number two. Maybe we should send Alabama to Purdue to play. That, that'll get them out of the way, right? Um, this is a scary game for Michigan State. I, I think they win. I think they cover, but... It's a scary one for them. Okay, the last time Purdue <clears throat> played a number two or a ranked high ranked team, they beat them. So I'm gonna go with Sparty, but Sparty don't don't get caught slipping because they'll beat you. Does Does Iowa count though? I think they do because they were playing really good football at the time. They, they really were. were. They're broken now. <laughs> They're broken now. Did you see that Wisconsin yeah, game? Purdue, Purdue broke Iowa. They really did. They broke the Ferences. I think they made the, the the country realize that the Ferences aren't long for Iowa. I think they're they think they're they've run their course. So, but Israel, that's going to do it for us, man. Um, we, we this is uh, this has been a great birthday celebration for you. Um, again, follow us on social media. It's scrolling right here below us. Uh, find our YouTube channel, subscribe, comment. You can find us on Twitch. You can find us on Facebook everywhere. Um, it's uh, it's great. You can find me on SEC After Dark. Um, we, we're streaming. We echoed on 27 channels last night on SEC After Dark. So uh, what that means is our show was streamed to 27 different uh, YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, you know, whatever channels, social That's media awesome. channels. So um, maybe we can do the same. Um, that's in, That may be in the works. But subscribe, comment. In the meantime, check us out. Um, we are, uh, again, we're, we're looking to be the number one Georgia show on the market. Uh, and uh, we, we bring it to you real, man. That's what we do. So, um, Israel, what, uh, what, is your, what is your birthday dinner of choice? Like, does your, does your wife say, hey, I'm going to cook you a meal, a special meal just for you? Does she do that? Or does she, like, take you out, like, to a special restaurant? Like, what's your go-to there? I'm big into surprises. So tonight she made a, a big pot of Rotel dip, which I'm, I love Rotel dip. You, mm. you can't go wrong. No, you can't. can't go wrong. You can't. Um, so it, it was good to come home. My babies came and sang happy birthday. So um, it, it was really good, you know, especially being a dad. You know, all my players were saying happy birthday to me. They sang happy birthday to me today. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, so it makes you feel, you know, it makes you feel good to know mm-hmm. the impact you have on um, not only your own kids, but, you know, um, the kids that you coach as well, that they actually like you no matter how many things you throw and the bad things you say to them. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> weird, isn't it? Um, so what's your cake of choice? What's your go-to? Oh, man, like? I'm not, I'm not, I didn't get a cake this year. 
I, I do love cake, don't get me wrong, but I'm a donut guy. So my wife bought me a mountain of donuts. Ah, so you had like a donut cake, like a yes, like a legit donut. Krispy Kreme, of course, right? I don't know where I don't know where this one came from. I just saw a mound of donuts, and I got excited. Hey, it doesn't matter at that point, right? Look, you, there's two things in life you can't say no to: a good hot dog and a good donut. Those are guaranteed. Those are definitely guarantees, and a good slice of pizza. Top three. Yeah. Good, good slice of pizza. Yeah. So, but that's going to do it for us, man. Uh, we hope, we hope you had a, we hope you had an Atlanta Braves type week and we hope you have an Atlanta Braves type weekend. We hope you don't, uh, we hope you enjoy your weekend responsibly. We hope you enjoy if you're going to Athens, if you're traveling to Athens, we hope you have a safe ride up there. We hope you have a nice experience at Sanford stadium and enjoy all the amenities that we have. Now, hopefully the Braves will be uh, there. I know Kirby's been working on that, getting uh, blooper, the mascot to come uh, hoist the trophy at Sanford. So, um, but we hope you have a great, uh, a great Friday, great rest of your week, an even better weekend. And if you're traveling to Athens, avoid 285 of the <clears throat> Fulton County Cobb area because everything's going to be shut down. Isn't it usually? Isn't it usually? No, just, well, Fulton County, Cobb County, everything's shut down because the Braves are returning back home tomorrow for the parade. Ah, uh, parade, yes. Okay, so take that recommendation. And until next time, go dogs. Go dogs. thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.